Fred Film Radio from Berlin International Film Festival, Germany. Fred Film Radio, this is Chiara Nicoletti from the 74th Berlinale on with Kazi Krabanski and Matt Johnson, director and actor of Metamara screening here in the encounter section. Very general question, but I'm curious, what's the genesis of this film? Genesis, uh, yeah. So I would say two, twofold. Like I would say practically speaking, it, it was working with Matt and Dara on the previous feature. That uh, that was the first time Matt and I really worked together. He had a right. cameo in my second feature, but it really, it was, I remember us debating it a lot. Should we put Matt and Dara in a scene together? And I think it was just going to be one day on that film, and then it blossomed into a, a number of scenes mm. in Anna 13,000 Feet. And uh, I wanted... I just loved watching them together. And then at the same time, I think I just had other ideas percolating in my head about um, relationships and death and this sort of feeling of types of conversations of uh, a certain stage of life and then there being a type of conversation that could happen um, or, or connection or sort of weird gray area. And it somehow coalesced and uh, it, um, yeah, it's something I wanted to explore that feeling with these two characters and sort of try to find these conversations or interactions, um, mm. this sort of feeling. Uh, Matt, I was reading the, the press notes and there's a moment in which you say, I always viewed my role in Katz films as the guy that has to get things going, as kind of person yeah. who's bringing up the unmentionable. Can you elaborate more? Yeah, well, certainly. I think both Dara and Kazakh are very internal people, right? They're private. And, and, and in the best possible way, they're, they're shy. You know, they're very deep thinkers. Kaz is a very deep guy, but he's not going to let you know that. You know, he was, he's, I, I, what I say about Kaz is that he was very well raised in the British style. There's a great British word called phlegmatic, okay? And it's hearkening back to the old, like, Greek humors. And a British phlegmatic gentleman is somebody who really doesn't let you know where he is emotionally. And he's not going to overtly, it's kind of the opposite of me. He's not going to tell you everything that he's thinking and he's going to wait. And he is almost asking for the things to be dragged out of him because he has all these deep ideas, but you really got to, you know, poke at him and pull to get this stuff. And that's kind of the fun of, of, uh, of working with somebody like him. And Dara is in some ways a, I don't want to say Ursat's version of him because that's that's not quite correct. She is in it, she is playing a kind of version of Kazakh that I know who is outwardly very serious and outwardly like the face is not judgmental but 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 critical, critical and maybe slightly colder than than what you'd think. It's why that scene of her and I together where I'm saying, "Oh, you just need to smile at people in the street and they'll smile back." Right, that I would say is, a, is an emblematic moment of the character difference and the personality difference between the two of them, where one is extroverted and is trying to meet the world and bring the world to him, and the other is introverted, where they're hoping that the world will grab them and pull them out of their comfort zone. Right, and that's why the the two of us are um, a good pair. And so when I say my job is to get things going, it is literally that. It is to reach out and 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 grab Kaz or grab Dara, Mara in the film, and bring them along for the adventure, right? I, I, I like to say that I'm playing almost their imaginary friend from childhood who is there being like, hey, remember, we can go play today, right? Let's go play. 
which is something that, that I think a lot of people in their adulthood lack, is somebody who is a kind of stimulating force, who's, I mean, many people use alcohol to do this, mm-hmm. right? They're like, truly, like, I believe that alcohol winds up becoming the, um, it, not to use the same analogy, a kind of that, that imaginary friend that drags you back into the public sphere or forces you out of your comfort zone. And so I'm trying to be that, whatever, that tincture for, for, for these types of characters in both films in, yeah. in, and at 13,000 feet oh, yeah. as well. No, 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 totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think there's a lot of, a lot of truth in what Matt said, or even why it's such an exciting combination or even at times too. I think, uh, I think I said earlier, I, I'd, I'd have a hard time directing Matt if it weren't for Dara, mm-hmm. that in so many ways, Matt's so great at getting it going and, and Dara is so good at slicing through it or just being very present and honest. And, and I, you know, it's, Improvisation, so much of improvisation is, is growing it and going bigger and bigger, but Dara is amazing at withholding or not responding or mm-hmm. being very truthful in that to undercut a scene. So it's that combination of Matt and Dara and then other things too, introducing, you know, certain scenarios. Kill the world. <laughs> Death. Yeah. Funeral. Yeah. Be, be funny. Get things going at this funeral home, you know? I, you uh, know what? <laughs> I still am the loudest person at a funeral. Here it was one maybe existential question, as I like to say. Is there such a thing as the right moment in life to meet? Oh, timing. The question of timing. I believe deeply in timing. Deeply in timing. I think that I've had relationships that that didn't work because of the timing. Where I think about them now uh, as an adult and I think, oh, like had we met now or had things been different... I think that relationship might have been bigger or maybe smaller. And I think friendships are like this too. I know that the friends that I meet now in my life, Bobby, for example, even you, mm. I tell Kaz oftentimes, we joke about it. Had we known each other in film school, I think we would have been rivals. I don't think we would have been friends, right? You're hanging out with the Casey brothers. Like, like I think that we would not have been close in the way that now, you know, I love Kaz. You know, if you need, if you need something from me, I'll do it without even asking. Um, but then there's other people, like, we'll say, someone like Dan Montgomery, who no matter when I met him, it wouldn't have mattered. Like, he and I would never have been close. We could never have had a relationship, ever. Dan Montgomery's the producer of this film. Yeah. Very close friend. <laughs> he's, Dan, he's Kaz's friend. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Oh, about, 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 about timing. 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 Oh, yeah. No, I totally, I think that was a really great question. And there's timing in the literal sense, but I think about it often. Timing in terms of who you were when you met this person. Oh, yeah. And what have you lived through? What life experience do you have? It's almost necessary sometimes to get things wrong so many times to learn how to get it right. Uh, because you grow, yes. Yeah. Or just, you know, appreciating a relationship because of how another relationship went wrong um or how you weren't present can teach you how to hopefully become present but yeah that's something i think about a lot with my films um who who is this person who were who was this person and how aware are they aware of what they're doing Mm. yeah do they have perspective but yeah no i think um and i think maybe maybe that's something these characters are trying to correct or are trying to somehow reflect on something that happened and be present now uh, in, a, in a way. I feel that way sometimes with Mara's character that, uh, that she is ex- by, she's exploring a relationship with Matt to explore herself. And 
um, who she is, who she was, who she is now. Is a character that you know in her work in the film is a character who, who does she know what she wants? Mm. And I think something about the way she lets herself go a little bit and gets uh, maybe too involved with Matt. I think there's a weird integrity of her just trying to understand her feelings um, and uh, to not repress herself. Uh, but then maybe because she's so yeah. the dominant one in her marriage, yeah, uh, who's never being really questioned. Right. One maybe last thing is, in this sense, is Matt the romantic one in the in this dyad? Yeah, I believe so. In I, I, think, I, I think they're both romantic in different ways. Sure, that's yeah. true. I think I think so, but I think I think Mara would not say she's romantic and would not use the word love, but I think Matt's character would. But I think I think. Um, Mara's character is chasing after something kind of intangible or something very, um, yeah, um, just out of her grasp. But I see something kind of romantic there. But I think Matt, Matt's character literally, um, you know, says, I love you. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then Mara's character says, you're not allowed to say that. You don't get to say that. You know, you don't get to use that word. You don't. Because you don't really understand what love is. Ooh. And that she, for her, it's this sort of ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Evil. Look, uh, yeah, I, I believe Matt is romantic, but only because he follows these flights of fancy and is so, not superficial, but very in the moment. And, you know, in the moment, people can be like this, you know, I love you so much. Oh, and then you reject them. And then the next day they're in love with somebody else. And you're like, what? What? You know, it's like you need to, you need to capture this spirit in a bottle in the moment and hope to God that you can uh, contain it because that is the type of character that I was playing. Somebody that I'm very aware of, you know, fall in love fast and then uh, have to move on quickly. Because I feel as though while my character is definitely in love with Mara, I also have the capacity to move on. Whereas I think that Dara, the way, the way that she's characterizing Mara is somebody who will not bridge that gap, will not be like, I love you, but is probably going to be thinking about Matt for the rest of her life. And there's an interesting difference in that. Like, I'm ready to commit now. I'm like, let's get together now. Like, let's do it. But, but when Mara sort of ends it with a rejection, yeah. I think that Matt is like, okay, I'm moving on. Yeah, your character, your character would destroy his whole life just to plunge into a moment. Yes. And Mara would, would not, but would hold on to it and think about it for a long time. But she would live, yeah, and she would live in the ruins. Different ways of talking about romance or, or meaning, meaning or integrity, but I think it's yes. yeah, two very different ways of existing in the world. Yeah. That are both valid, you know. Very Italian. And I would like to thank Kazik Zrabanski and Matt Johnson, director and actor of Metemara screening in the Encounter section at the 74th Berlinale. And this is Keanu Nicoletti for Fred, the Festival Insider. Fred, Fred, Fred. 24-7 on Fred FM and smartphone app.